previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. My name is Bishmok. Why are all the goblins heading north? To see my cousins in the Persian Canal system. Demon showed up in our neck of the woods. He kept saying, Give me the Diodermagsarius. So this crypt is a sarcophagus in the middle of the room with a staff, and there are some hieroglyphs. Here lies Parmar. You guys start heading north. Uh, but on the third night, you are encircled by goat-like demon creatures and also Siren. Jet, the demon that is attacking you, it's going to reach for the staff. Hey, you need to stop that demon. He's stealing the key staff. I want to pull Windwall. out one of my anal beads and fling it at him. And then he's stuck in a sphere. And Siren is going to cast plant growth. All right, I'm picturing we're in like the SpongeBob kelp forest right now and we're having a hard time moving. Then he's going to run over pick up the sphere, and he's going to run 15 feet further away. Jet. Yeah. Seeing this staff come out of your grasp, you're suddenly taken over by a compulsion to need this staff. You suddenly see Jet, and you notice that his eyes seem very, very dark. Basically, yeah, I'm just going to kind of poof out of the shadow right in front of Siren. Give me the staff. Siren is going to see these black eyes that have taken over Jet. What are you? And he's going to cast Banishment on you. So you are moved to a harmless demiplane until the spell ends. Then he is going to pick up the sphere. Great. I'm going to whip a chaos bolt his way. Uh, you said he was 50 feet away? Yes. I cast Old Person. So I'm trying to beat a 15? Yeah. Oh, yes. He rolled a 16. I want to firebolt this dick nose. I'm going to shoot this son of a bitch in the back like the coward he is. <laughs> you put him down. Jet comes back from the demiplane. One of the demons is still trapped in the sphere. Just imagine us all just like standing around this bubble and like as soon as it pops, just like whack, whack, whack. <laughs> like We're just like making, making faces at him. That one demon ran off. The rest are all dead. And you have the staff back, Jet. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro. Thank you, Chuck Norris. Brad Richards. Thank you, Peter. Matt Smith. Sometimes my PP gets hard, and then I touch it, and stuff comes out. I'm scared, Paul. <laughs> it's appropriate. Uh, <laughs> Brad Renfro. I before E, except when your foreign neighbor Keith received eight counterfeit beige sleds from feisty caffeinated weightlifters. Why is the word sled in there? Shouldn't it be like sleigh? Weird. No. All the other ones were... Oh, sleighs. Did I say sleds? Yes. Oh, I see. I read sleds. You fucked up. (laughs) You can't even read. Great job. You're doing terrific. You can't even read. Ice execution. We're not in character right now. You're doing terrific. Should always be in character. You're always in character, right, Ben? Well, that's what the inspiration point on my paper says, so. (laughs) All of a sudden, Ben's voice came through the mic at like five times the volume it's supposed to be. (laughs) Because I casted Thaumaturgy. Okay, I don't care what you're casting. I'm casting you. Kaboom. See, that's D&D IQ right there. 
IQ play level 300. Uh, those of you that are listening may have noticed that Eric Nemeth is not with us. Uh, he is taking some time to himself, and we wish him all the best. Uh, and hopefully he will be joining us again shortly. We've come to realize as we've been recording, this is episode 55, We've realized, specifically me, I have realized recently that there are a lot of things that we are still learning even after all these years of playing D&D together. A whole almost two. Five? Five. We've been playing for almost five years, I think. No. Started about like senior year in high school. I went through four years of college and this is like it was was freshman year. Okay, so we're getting into year five. (laughs) We've done four full years. We're in the fifth year. Yeah, and we're starting, we're going on a year and a half of just this podcast. Um, but learning things like how Be Rich, aka Ambionitis, is playing a barbarian, and when he's raging, he will fall out of rage if he doesn't attack something or get attacked by something. Oh. Each mm-hmm. turn. What if he punches himself in the dick? That counts. That does not count. He's that attacking his a, own penis. That's an and, attack and taking damage. The twofer. Doesn't count. You don't count. What also does count is if he tries to cast a spell while he's raging, he can't do it. Good thing he Ooh. never uses spells to begin with. It. Does emotional damage count? Also, since we're on the topic of the barbarian, <laughs> um, did you know that you have a thing called reckless attack? Yeah. Okay, I'm just surprised you've never used it. Wait, I ha- mm, maybe. Okay, let's say I didn't know that. What <laughs> would that do? That would mean that on your turn you could take advantage on your attack, but then you would have your opponent would have advantage against you on their next attack. Mm. Can't have advantage if they're dead. When does he have to declare that? When he makes the attack. Like, okay, so it's before the first roll? Yeah, kind of like how you determine, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to attack once, flurry of blows, and then something else. Well, that's just because I'm super excited. (laughs) And I'm trying to think of other things that I came across, but... I will beat that horse dead, and then I will beat the dead horse. There's no point in beating a dead horse. If you have a flurry of blows, it certainly does. And then we've also decided that, well, not decided, but read and discovered that railroaded Ben's character Rixius should be rolling for wild surge a little bit more frequently that I could technically have him roll every single time he casts a spell yes I think you should please you just like to sow chaos don't you you know I chose wild surge because it made sense of the character but I also thought it'd be fun and like kind of just like you know just add kind of funny humor to the game and uh it's only happened one time well twice but when it happens twice in 54 episodes that's balls so <laughs> uh definitely need to find a way to spruce this up and make it happen a lot more well maybe we will i'll have you start rolling more often cool um and then i also want to just take a moment and check all of our armor classes because i was listening through some of the old episodes and uh, Prothean had his armor class incorrect at one point, so now that everybody's like really high, before I start throwing monsters at you, I just want to double check. Okay, uh, mine is 16, because I'm wearing chainmail. 
and when I have my shield out, it's plus two, so then it's 18. And mine is 19, because I have nothing on, and if I put something on, it will be less than 19. Smart. I have 16, but with the shield out, I have 18. 10 plus dex plus con. Plus some other shit. No, hold on. What kind of armor you got there, Chiefy? Unarmored. I'm a barbarian, and it was actually better than chainmail. Uh, and Jet. You're a monk, so you have unarmored as well. Mm-hmm. 10 plus your dexterity plus your wisdom. Shit. All right. And what's your dexterity modifier? It's capped. Oh, so you went all the way up. Yep, get my plus five. And then you have a plus four wisdom? Sure as hell do. Wow. All right, and what about you, Abe? Uh, 18, because I got scale mail, so that's 14 plus dex, which is two. That gets it to 16, and then I get the plus one for the blessing, and then I have plus one due to my, uh, was it my, I have defense as like my fighter style or whatever. That gives me just an extra plus one. Okay, so you have scale mail at 14 plus your dexterity max of 2. So 16. Yeah, it's either max of 2 or max of 3, but my, my dexterity is only 2 anyways. Okay, yeah, it is a max of 2, so just wanted to double check. Acting like we don't know how to play the game, Paul. <laughs> yeah, so far the person that has admitted the most mess-ups is me. Fuck you. It's because no one else messes up. Nobody else will admit they mess up. Nope, nobody else makes mistakes. I don't have to admit what doesn't happen. I'm not gonna, not gonna admit to a crime I didn't commit. Uh, who is ready to uh, give a recap of what happened last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast? I actually had a question about that. Sure. What happened last time? <laughs> All right. So let's roll the dice. See who is uh, recapping today. Anybody remember who the uh, glittery one was? Why don't you just roll like uh, there's, a D4? I don't say there's four of us. Oh, well, that's that's true. Um, or you can do a D20. I got one through five. Not gonna lie, I think I might have been the glary one because you said I sparkle like or something. <laughs> you said something rude. All right, Ben, go ahead and do the recap. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being offended about something you said, and I think that's what it was. But okay, so last episode we fought Siren and his. His dogs. Were they like demon dogs type deals? Uh, regardless, we fought Siren and the, the three or four companion things he had with him. And we kicked his ass. And then he tried to escape because we were kicking his ass really good that Paul was not expecting us to. So Paul tried to have him run, but we did not let that happen. We caught him and killed him. And then there was this like orb bubble thing that there was... A dog left inside of, or something like that. That showed up when Abraham Van Halen threw his anal bead, and it exploded to capture the demon, because he stole my staff and was running away with it. Yeah, so that's, that's another big part, is I feel like all of us actually used like character traits and feats that we have, which is something we hardly ever do. So we actually all played our characters pretty well, and we used anal beads, and we won the fight. And also Jet went nuts. Yeah, Jet got banished. (laughs) Jet went all demon on us again, so we're going to really have to to kill him him real quick. Check check yourself before you wreck yourself. I was Um, banished, guys. I had to break free. 
by any means necessary. All right. Well, that is exactly where we're going to pick up. You have defeated Siren. He's dead. The last of the uh, goat-like diseased demons ran off. You killed the rest of them. And uh, you are now standing amidst the ruins of this campsite that you had made for yourselves in the tall grasses. And Jet is no longer banished. He has his staff back and seen. Ooh, feels much better. I want to make sure Siren is dead. I want to take his money. I think we did loot him last time. All right. Yeah, you did loot him because you picked up a bag off of him. Okay, so going back to last episode, we saw Jet go demon-like, correct? Yeah. Not not like before, but you saw his eyes go, like, black. Okay, well, while everybody's looting and stuff, I go up to Jet, I take out my net, and I would like to put my net on top of Jet. Uh... And yeah. restrain him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you got me. Like, <laughs> what's what? What's this for, bud? I'm just gonna take it off. <laughs> I spear you to the ground, and I lay on top of you with my body weight. I feel like there'd have to be some kind of roll. <laughs> no, it just happens. It's a natural 18, so let's go ahead and go 20, hmm, 27. And that would be contested by your strength, Jet. Oh, well, so I, okay, so I 20, rolled as well. So 23. Yes. Is this a... Strength. Is it like a saving throw, though, or... Just add your strength. Yeah, it's just a strength. So I also... I rolled a 19, and my strength added to that is minus one. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Uh, Yeah, you have been netted and tackled to the ground, and Brixius is now laying atop of you. Seems a little unnecessary, bud. You went all demon again. I told you if you ever went demon again... There, we, we would need to do something about this. I did not go demon again. I saw your eyes. Did anyone else, anyone else see his eyes? Yeah, he kind of went a little, little, little bit, little bit demon. I was a little bit. He stole my staff. I wanted it back. I so it back. your eyes go black when someone steals your staff. N- no, my eyes. Ambionitis, take his staff. I thought you will not touch my staff. Let's test this theory. I'm going to take a crack and say that his staff is inside the net with him. It's a fishing net. It's a very small net. Then I will slip out of said net. (laughs) I am holding it around you as I lay on top of you. So you're also holding the staff. I... Yeah, there's no no easy way to get this out. Just get the staff out. Slide it out from one of the holes in the net or something. You said it's a fishing net. You're saying that there's a hole big enough in your fishing net so I can slide a staff out of this. It's not really a good fishing net unless you're fishing for fat women or sharks. Well, we went fishing for a jet, an entire fucking plane. Can I shadow step while we're strained? Uh, I think we did establish that you could. If if he gets out, I will just get up and sprint until I (laughs) nail him again. It's kind of counterproductive. I'm just trying to see what the hell's going on with Jet. That's all. Well, he's in a net. We all were there at the temple when we, you know, talked to the guy and... Yes, and you started to go demon again, and we agreed that while traveling, we would keep you at low HPs, so in case you ever went demon again, we can knock you out together. <laughs> I didn't think you were serious about that. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing so, as I have. how are you feeling now, then? I feel good, man. Do you remember eyes rolling, changing colors to black? I promise you, 
I cannot see my own eyeballs. Yeah, but so if your eyes change, <laughs> would, would, would you see out of your eyes differently or like feel something if your eyes completely change though? So I remember like we were all fighting Seer and you were there. You were there and uh, uh, Ambionitis, you were there too. Um, Abe was there actually. There. And you were there. Oh, NTM. <laughs> and yeah, so we were all fighting Siren. And then I was fighting the the little goat, the, uh, the goat demon guy. The fainting goat. The fainting goat demon guy. And he walked up, he s- snatched my stuff, and then I, next thing I knew, I had to go get it. So I, you know, I just, I needed my stuff back. And then all of a sudden I was like coming back from this other like dimensional portal thing. I don't, I don't know. Uh, so there was a thing. I think Siren cast a spell on me. Okay, everybody, where were we going when we ran into Siren? To the uh, Prussian Canal system. Yeah. We were going to go get the, um... Diadem Exorius. Okay. Actually, we are going to go talk to Riley Bevden in the Prussian Canal system. Riley Bevden's the... dead as fuck. Riley Bevden's like a thousand years old, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Necromancers <laughs> don't exist in this world. I mean, I guess they could, but... Can't talk to dead people. I mean, maybe, but... So, what did we decide on about exercising Jet? Was that our decision? Was that we just wouldn't worry about it? Because if he were to try to do something, we feel confident we could stop him? I thought we realized, like, we couldn't technically exercise him. Or he didn't want to be exercised. He just wanted to, like... Control it better? Yeah. Well, no, what we found out was an exorcism would need to happen if I was possessed by a demon. And... You're possessed we, by a god. There so. was there was no possessions there. There was just it's, it's just kind of like a little door that you know this this god here can decide to just you know open up and go through. But it you was know, a I window, not a door. <laughs> no, because we said the window on the plane, the plane, the window seat. Terrific. I start heading the way of which we were going in the middle of the night. Yep. All right. Well. How about, brother, we light a fire and rest up? How about first, you get off of me? I, I roll off a of jet and I tuck my net back away where I store it, of course. Um, and yeah, I guess. All right, thanks, bud. Listen, I'm going to go put my hand on your shoulder. It's like, I would never do anything to hurt you guys. I slap your hand off my shoulder. Don't touch me. <sighs> Rude. I thought we were just getting somewhere. Going to go hang out with Abe. While this is going on, I would like to be chopping up the uh, dead demons, as per my usual. Okay. Whichever part seems valuable. Uh, The demons have long tails. They have those five-inch nails or talons. They also have these pustules all over their bodies, and there are already flies swarming over the bodies. I want to poke one of those pustules with my pike. From like full range. It geysers. Yeah. Uh, let me see if it hits you. Now you're good. Can I cut off the tails? Sure. Hold my breath and cut off the tails real quick. Yeah, nothing geysers out of there. <laughs> and there were there were three of them, right? Three dead ones. Yes. Also, I would like to chop off Siren's head, just to make sure. <laughs> okay. Are you just chopping it off and leaving it there? Yeah, I'm just gonna, like, change the pike to a battle axe and just, like... Okay, his head is now severed from his body. Should we, like... Be like, that's from the free armies, you son like, of a bitch. Dig a hole or something? 
It's from the Revengers. We do got to start using that more. <laughs> okay. If there's nothing else that you would like to do in this little area, uh, Ambionitis has already started walking off. Uh, you can march through the night if you would like. Uh, you could probably march until about midday before I would make you give me a roll for level of fatigue. What? You didn't get a full rest. Win. Fatigue? What is this? When have we ever, ever, ever in the five years of playing used fatigue? <laughs> Next, we're going to have to start keeping track of how much food we're carrying. I've never made you roll for fatigue because you've never been in a fatiguing situation, but you were woken up in the middle of the night, and now you're marching onward. The Ravenger. I don't remember that. Used fatigue. Every time I came out of it. Um, Brother, why don't you consider uh, coming back so we can set up camp for the night and finish our rest. Maybe we shouldn't sleep right next to these diseased goat, goat yeah, demons. I'll, uh, <laughs> Maybe move I'll like set up a camp a little, a little ways away. Or would a dead demon carcass not scare away other demons or it's evil things? The fact that he got popped and almost got popped in the face by a pus geyser, I'm cool on that. Yeah. What's well, just because he poked it? Let's go set up camp about 100 yards to whatever direction we were walking. North. Sure. That one. That many yards do Prussian canal system. <laughs> sure. You set up camp a little ways away. Uh, you finish up resting for the evening, the night, I guess. And we'll count it as a full rest. So you are fully rested now. Nothing molests you in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Four clips right there. <laughs> Come on, though. And uh, you continue on your way. Uh, really? Moving forward, I might... <laughs> well, I, I would assume that you probably would have set up a watch just to make sure you weren't jumped again. So we weren't molested. Exactly. But yeah, you continue forward, and heading north, there are all sorts of different waypoints that you are passing as you're going north. Um, you come across little hamlets. You come across farms that are acting as wayposts. Uh just a place where people, uh, travelers, can put their heads down. You come across a town every once in a while. Do we get XP for discovering new locations? <laughs> <laughs> and as you are passing through one of these towns, uh, Prothean actually just kind of like goes off on his own. And you, he doesn't say anything. He just takes his war bear and goes. And he doesn't show up again. Hmm. He was the one who came and got us to come on this quest. <laughs> Great. Great leader, Prothean. Good I'm, on you. I'm sure Figus needed something really important. No, it's literally the easiest gym to run. There's only three rules. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you gave him a couple extra rules. Yep, all three of them. <laughs> um, you continue on your way north. Uh, after a few days, Prothean does meet up with you again and doesn't say where he was, but he just quietly marches alongside with you. You have been transitioning over these past several days uh, from these grasslands towards a more marshy area. The grass has started to get lower, and now you see scrub brush, sort of like when you were coming out of the mountains and you were going through like the moorlands. Now you are moving into that scrub brush again, and the ground in general is getting soggier. As you've been traveling, you have also noticed off in the distance that there are things moving in the night. They don't bother you, 
but you have seen goblins moving north. You at one time saw a a very large creature that could have either been an ogre or a giant. And you have seen some larger goblins as well, which you would only assume are hobgoblins. Are they all heading north? Not everybody's heading north, only the goblins. Okay. But all of these manner of what you would know to be evil creatures are moving around, and it seems a little odd that there are this many evil creatures moving around, especially since when you first came into Trugala, you really didn't see these sorts of creatures. But now, over these past two weeks, as you've been marching towards the Prussian Canal system, you've seen them more and more frequently. And eventually you do come to a town that is straddling this uh, road that is headed north, and off in the distance you can see what appears to be a very large wooded area. But as you approach this town that is straddling the road north, you see that there are wagons out in the middle of the road blocking your path forward. It's a fairly small town made of stone and thatched roof buildings. You don't see anybody out and about. Just these wagons in the middle of the street and everything else is silent. Is there anything in the wagons? You can't see. You're still about 500 yards away. Well, I suppose if uh, we're all walking forward, if it seems like people are with the wagon or something as we're getting over there, we'll approach more cautiously. But if it seems uh, still pretty abandoned, by the time we get to the wagons, I'd like to check it out and then just simply walk around them. Okay. Well, you don't see anybody around the wagons as you're coming closer and closer. Can I try to make a perception check to see... You said it was like a wooded area? So the wooded area is to the north. It's beyond the town. It's still a day away. But you can just see off in the distance that there is... Like, there's a big mass of just vegetation and growth that you haven't seen out in the grasslands. In the grasslands, everything is flat, and you can see as far as the eye can see. But now you're starting to see this very green horizon. Gotcha. So, I've got a large wooded area for you. Ha. Um, I would just like to, as we approach, uh, be perceptive. You can give me a perception check if you would like. Yeah. Can more than one of us roll? Sure. Uh, that is going to be 20. Oh, I got less than 20, but I got like a, I got a 17. Okay. Uh, both of you are able to tell that this town seems like it should be inhabited but it is deathly silent. Are the cats acting funny? There there are signs that people have been here recently. Is it fine? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I start shooting arrows into the air. No, I don't do that. I was going to say, just like straight up, like in Grown Ups? <laughs> yes. Arrow roulette. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, I guess, even though that's weird... It's not really going to stop me from approaching the city, so I guess let's uh, just keep proceeding, just carefully. and Respectfully. <laughs> uh, just being, trying to be aware of what's going on around us to make sure there's not like a silent town with an ambush set up. Okay, so you're actively paying attention. Uh, you get to the wagons, and you, you can now see into the wagons. There's nothing in the wagons. Uh, 
and as you're moving through them, you enter onto this main thoroughfare. Wait, time out. Does the, do the wagons look like they were just abandoned or like they were raided by like a group of anything? Or were they put like as a wall, like specifically to block the road? They weren't raided. They, they don't look like the object of a raid. They look like they have been placed there. I was trying to decide if I would make you roll for that, but you would know. Okay, so you can continue. So you're walking through these wagons, and you're on this main thoroughfare. You can see to the right is, like, your general hardware store. To your left, you can see that there is an inn, and hanging over the inn is a sign that says the Northern Lights. And then another building you can see appears to be a home. And I'm not sure how quickly you're walking through this town. Averagely? I mean, we're not planning to stop here. Are we just, like, carrying on? Okay. And (laughs) what order are you walking through town? Oh, I can be first. Um, I'd probably be in the back at that point. That's fair. So, as you're moving past these first buildings... Suddenly, two wagons come rolling into the middle of the road, out of the alleys, blocking you into this one-block square, and arrows are shot at your feet from the rooftops to either side, and you see people pop up from beside the wagons that they were hiding under, like, grass, or what is it called in the army when they have those? Ghillie suits. Ghillie suits. Yes. They were wearing those. And you find yourself surrounded by a bunch of people. Uh, The people on the roofs have crossbows. The people in front of you, the way that you were going, are holding pitchforks. And behind you, there are people with pitchforks and one guy who climbs atop the wagons and he is holding a crossbow, kind of like a James Bond style, just aimed up in the air, real casual looking. And he says, state your business. Did you miss me? It's your DM Paul here with some announcements. We're bringing back the mid-roll to let you know that there are still some amazing things happening with the Death Saving Bros podcast. Aside from the awesome adventure, that is. Um, Those merch designs that we mentioned several episodes ago, I've still got the mock-ups on my computer. Just gotta get them finalized and ready for printing. But with the holidays coming up, what better way to say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, or Happy Festivus than with some Death Saving Bros swag? We've already got those two designs ready for you right now. More in the works. Uh, but you can get shirts, hoodies, notebooks, and more. And those are available on redbubble.com. Just search Death Saving Bros, and uh, all of our merchandise will pop up. And because it is the holiday season, make sure you keep an eye out. Plenty of holiday sales are going on. Uh, if we happen to see one in time, we'll post it on Twitter, and we'll let you know there. If you're not following us on Twitter, or Instagram, or Facebook, you should totally do that. 
We are at Death Saving Bros. And that's where we post our news, funny memes, and where we interact with you. So hit us up. I know a couple of you have been asking some awesome questions. Uh, Keep those coming. We are super appreciative of you, our listeners, and we love hearing from you. And uh, finally, short mid-roll here, but I wanted to really get back on and do this bit here in the middle because I really wanted to share some special news with you. Uh, We have partnered with the amazingly talented Will Savino to bring a new brand of music to the land of Ralveria. Will is a composer and producer of music that has been featured in podcasts, in games, and even a Viceland PSA. But the thing that I wanted to talk to you about is his current project. It's a terrific tabletop tool. It's called Music D20. When Will isn't composing, he's running a tabletop campaign. He's a DM, so he knows how important audio can be for setting the mood on game night. He's currently writing music specifically for tabletop use, and it's all available through the Music D20 Patreon account. Just $2 a month gets you access to all the tracks currently available and new tracks as they're completed. Higher tiers get you early previews and even some input on which tracks will be available next. If you keep on listening to this episode, you'll actually get your first taste of Will's Music D20 work. Um, We have some tracks later in the episode. So, if you like what you hear, or if you want to check it out for yourself, head over to patreon.com slash musicd20. Music D20 is rolling critical sounds for your tabletop experience. Now, let's get back to the adventure and the new music. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Passing through. Walking. Actually, my business is a fighting gym. I own two of them, and I'm a businessman, or an entrepreneur, if you will. Suddenly you hear a... And you notice that one of the women that is standing with a pitchfork is looking at you and going, Ah, that goblin has taken a chicken and eaten it whole! Look at his bearded face! Goblin? Who are you calling a goblin? I turn around, and who who are you calling a goblin? The man that is standing on the wagons with the uh, James Bond crossbow looks at you and goes, Well, you're, you're a little tall for a goblin. No shit! But you and that other green thing there, you look just like the color of the goblins. Have you ever seen a seven-foot goblin with a shield and warhammer and a fucking pair of sunglasses? I'm sorry. What did you call them before? Hobgoblins? No. Light vision? Lenses? Lenses. In this color and fashion. Can't say that I have, but there's a first for everything. You think just because we're green we're goblins? Kind of racist. It's because I'm green, isn't it? Yes, that's the whole reason. Here, hold on, hold on. Have you guys ever heard of a half-orc? They kind of look at each other, and the woman brings her hands down from her face and goes, Oh, I guess that's that's true. 
There you go. <laughs> but he still ate a whole chicken. Look at all the feathers. How many chickens have you eaten? I like I I like me some good chicken tenders from time to time. Jet, you do not need to defend me. I'm not that offended. However, I'm very offended, so I'm gonna walk up closer to her. Uh, the Bond crossbow guy points his hand crossbow at you and says, "Not another step." I draw my warhammer and shield. I put my hand on your arm as you go to draw it and say, "Easy now, brother." Fuck that. Called me a goblin, pointed a crossbow at you, and I look at the bra and say, Have you ever heard of a thing, little thing, you might not have called fucking magic? Yes. Now, what does magic do? I don't know, I don't practice magic. Exactly. So, beard of feathers, not that crazy when you think of magic. Just like half-orcs are a thing, so is magic. Got it? Are you spare parts, woman? Listen, even if I ate a chicken, why would the feathers stick on my face like this? This is my beard. This is my facial hair. That's your facial hair? Then prove it. You want to come stroke it? The Bond guy goes, you, with the staff, yank on his beard. Show that it's not just (laughs) an animalistic jet food remnant. Jet, do not touch my fucking beard. So I'm going to start walking over towards Brixius. Not another step, Jet. Saying, well, I mean, you're not the one with the crossbows pointed at his butt. It's like, I just think this would be the best Jet. to uh, Jet. make Jet. sure everyone stays safe Jet. here. Jet. No, no. You keep your hands to yourself. I slap Brixius right on the back of the head. Yeah, why'd you do that? Because the force of my hit should knock anything off his face. I look at the guy and say, see, he took my hand to the back of his head with force, and it's still on there, not shaking at all. He cocks his head and thinks about it for a second and goes, all right, that's fair. You guys, what, what, what is you guys' <laughs> issue? Well, I'll tell you what our issue is. And he holsters his crossbow and hops down off the wagon on your side, says, All these goblins have been coming north for the past month or so, and they've been taking our food, and they've been bothering us, and we don't like it. Haven't you noticed all of the weird things that are happening around here? Uh, No. We got goblins. We've got trolls. We've got giant ogres. Then you got half-orcs. We get it. Yeah, now we got half-orcs. And you got a town full of people who ambush travelers and ask them about their facial hair. <laughs> Seems pretty weird to me. No one's even addressed the half-demon. No, we only ambush the ones that look like goblins. Yeah, that's right! You call us goblins one more time, and I promise you... You know, you're not the one that's in a position of power right here. Yep. Yes, we are. <laughs> We've got all the arrows. So maybe we can just talk for How you. How many hit points mm, you got? Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so... So, you're so scared of us that you need to round up a whole town and circle us, and you think you don't know anything about us. You obviously don't even know what a half-orc is, so for all you know, half-orcs could be like godlike creatures, for one. So you know nothing about us, and you think that you're in the position of power. No, we know what half-orcs are, we've just never seen one. How many villagers are there? Regardless. How many hit points do you have, bud? I'm a pretty strong guy. Yeah, how, how, many, how many of these villagers can we see? Uh, you can see 
two on the right roof, two on the left roof. There are six to the south of you, and there are five to the north of you. All right, so Four there's like 15. 15. All right, so I mean, we can do we're this. all level nine. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are just like peasants. I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident we could each take like four peasants. Is <laughs> I see you all are wielded with crossbows and pitchforks. Is anybody here a magic user? We don't have to tell you that. So, okay, you no. think you're in a position of power when none of you guys know magic, and one of us knowing magic would put us at a very good advantage, and we're traveling with a demon. So... Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. They were pissed about me and you, but this guy's <laughs> literally purple. Oh, we know what tieflings are. And you're- what? you don't know what half-orcs are? Are you dense, lad? Wait, how old is this guy? He looks like he's in his uh, early 50s. Ah. Are you dense, man? <laughs> <laughs> Went from lad? <laughs> if I put you in a puddle of water, would you sink? <laughs> what is your specific gravity, boy? What is your name, <laughs> sir? My name is Alexi. <laughs> All right, ma'am. Um, <laughs> no, not Alexis. Alexi. Great. Gotcha. Heard you the first time. We're not stupid. Lexi? At that point, I want to use whatever the fuck spell that I can't pronounce. I'm going to call it Presty. I'm a Presty. <laughs> big, shiny uh, letters in the sky. Spelling A-L-E-X-I. With a loud kaboom. There's an E in there. A-L-E-X-E-I. Mmm, oh, is that kind of like how Brixius was supposed to be spelled? <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> Anyways, I add an E in there. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, so let's take a step back here. I put my weapon away. That was your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he kind of motions to the people up on top and, of the roofs and says, let's go ahead and take these arrows off for a moment. Why don't you, if you're not a goblin and you're not here to uh, mess with our town, where are you headed? What are you doing? Again, passing through. I don't think we need to tell you that information. We answered your questions, that we are not goblins and that this is my facial hair. And that that man is purple. I don't know what else you need from us, but we're just passing. But you're passing through on the way towards the goblins. Did the goblins tell you what they were going north for? Do the goblins own the entire north now? Like, we can't just go in that direction? Well, you could go in that direction, but maybe you're going to do something with the goblins. At least directly north of us. Only thing... Maybe you're going to kiss my ass. Only thing we're doing with goblins is most likely murdering them. Look, look, look. All of a sudden, as soon as you say that, the entire town goes, Oh. Holy shit, y'all are fucking spare parts. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. So, trolls. Have we killed trolls? Have we fought a troll or were they ogres? I think it was the ogres. Okay. Ogres, goblins, demons, except for that one. We kill, we hunt, sure. We're going that way to deal with problems, and if we see goblins along the way, we'll murder them, so you don't have to worry about it. How much will you guys pay us per murdered goblin? <laughs> I knew this was coming. Um, 
Well, if you stayed in town Ten gold for Goblin? Okay. We were to retain your services. Uh, we could probably pay you five coppers a night. Holy... Wait, a night? Not like per Goblin? We, we, we could kill a lot of Goblins in one night. We're not going to do it for five copper. Yeah, I mean, we would be retaining the services of your skill set, kind of like a security guard. I have an idea. Does this little pitchfork routine typically work? Well, we haven't had any goblins attack in the past few days. I swear to God, if you plug your gym, I'm going <laughs> off myself. <laughs> swear on all that is fucking holy and torm, I will fucking smite something. So, just so you know, I'm not sure that your strategy with those pitchforks is done the right way. As I said when I first came through, what my business was is that I do own a fighting gym. I immediately hurl my javelin <laughs> over the wagon. <laughs> At what? And I hit it in the air with a firebolt. I just chuck it. <laughs> okay, as soon as you do that, uh, all the bows come back up, and uh, how many of them are going to shoot at you? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to do this. It's on, it's on. They shoot at <laughs> all of us? All four of them are going to shoot at you. Yes. I cannot wait to do this. God, I want to catch an arrow with my bare hands so bad. Two of them are going to hit you, Ambionitis. One is critical. Oh, look at these peasants rolling a critical. Let's go. You rolled a critical and you take three damage. <laughs> You're going to take six damage uh, as one lands in your foot and then the other one like grazes your shoulder. Yeah. And as soon as those hit you, Alexi is going to go, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 guys. Fuck that. Yeah. I, uh, I start drawing my war hammer. I draw everything. All right. Bow's coming out. Which one? And I want to <laughs> snap the arrow out of my foot before I start doing anything and say, which one of you fuck knuckles just shot me with this? All of the bowmen cower. I'd say that was an appropriate reaction to us. Did Alexi continue to talk? Uh, he's saying, look, 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 guys, that we're very nervous, okay? There are a lot of goblins and we are not very well trained around here. Yeah, I cast Chaos Bolt. At what? One of the bowmen who shot my brother. Because he literally just got hit with two arrows. I'm not going to talk about this. I mean, usually I throw the first one and I'm talking about it. So that would probably be the cue to not fucking chaos bolt. Yeah, not but, do a Prothean. But, <laughs> and kill a whole town just because. <laughs> Prothean's standing there quietly. I'm not going to kill the whole town. He's just smiling maniacally at everybody. I'm trying to... All right, how about, how about, how about? Go ahead, do your chaos bolt. Yeah, I guess I already said it. I was gonna, I was gonna say I can spear Alexi, maybe. No, do your chaos bolt. Let's see what happens. Um, 11. All right, uh, that is... I'm just gonna face palm. <laughs> that is not enough. Yeah, you hit him. I <laughs> <laughs> get fucked, Alexi. Oh, it was it was one? Oh wait, you're shooting at Alexi. No, it was one of the uh, bow people up top. So that is gonna be two eight. And then, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, why don't you also roll another d twenty to see what happens? Oh boy! With your wild search, nothing this time. That was a nine. That's gonna be uh thirteen, either force or poison damage. Let's go ahead and do force. Okay. 
you hit the top of this building, and as the bolt is streaking towards this villager, uh, it blows a hole through the railing on the top floor of this uh, general hardware store. Wood goes splintering everywhere, and you hear the uh, quintessential (laughs) from, uh, like, Star Wars. And... That guy just flops backwards, tumbles off the roof, and as soon as that happens, everybody fucking bolts. And you just hear Alexi go, oh shit! (laughs) Now, as I said before, this is a demonstration about how... (laughs) Holy Christ. (laughs) This is a demonstration about how... To stop magic? ...powerful this group of travelers actually is. And, as I said when I came here, I'm a businessman. This is where we all remove everything we're wearing and we have our fucking hammer fist t-shirts. <laughs> D&D aside, I really hope this gym like falls through or something. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I train at the hammer fist or hammer fist energy. <laughs> Come down to the gym, you just do a couple push-ups. You too could shoot fucking lightning from your hands. <laughs> I do own training and fighting facilities. Where I can be able to train you all to defend against the goblins that have been raiding because this pitchfork routine does not seem like it's going to work. And you guys should also know to not shoot at my brother here because that was your first mistake. So, that's kind of bringing it all back together. If you want, I can help you out. Um, You just murdered one of them. Yeah, you are saying this and you realize that there is nobody around anymore. Is Alexi still there? No. Everybody has bolted behind the wagons, behind the buildings, out of range. You Like, they are scared shitless. Brother, did you spear Alexi? No. As he was running? No. Okay, well, then I'm just kind of standing in the middle of the street, kind of just shouting it all, saying, you guys need my help. <laughs> so now that they've all gone, we can just continue through this city to the present canal system, right? Yeah, should we just, like, keep walking north? You hear Alexi call out from around one of the buildings, We were gonna let you go anyways! Just go! Fuck you! Don't stab me with a fucking arrow. Yeah, big mistake. Sorry! Uh, okay, uh, if you guys ever do want to open a gym, get a hold of me. I want to go collect my javelin before we go anywhere. <laughs> sure, uh, did you throw it towards the north or towards the south? Where was Alexi? He was towards the south. I threw it over him. Okay. As you start marching your way over towards those wagons, you see people scurry out of the way, and like from behind the wagon. And Alexi is crouching back there, and he's holding the woman that had spoken up earlier. Crouched back there. And he goes, please, please don't hurt us. I'm not hurting you. I'm going to get my javelin. I grab it. I holster it. Can anybody else in the group see me? Because I'm behind the wagon, no? Um, you're obscured. Okay. So, yeah, there. it's unclear what you would be doing. Now, I want to ask these people what they do. I want to, like, kneel down so I don't seem like I'm going to kill them. I want to kneel down and look them in their shit. Okay, uh, I want you to give me a persuasion check. Oh, God fucking damn it. <sighs> you see, everyone, I can be very reasonable. <laughs> shit balls. Try shooting another one of them with chaos bolt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Firebolt a wagon. Yes. Let it go ablaze. Nine. Um, he says, he's scared. Um, and he goes, 
we're just... We do what we can. We, we farm what we can. Um, but, you know, we, we trade normally. We trade with Marnborn to the south, but they, they've been having issues too recently. Don't know what. And then all the goblins to the north. And we trade with the cities to the northeast. Uh, there's not much farmland around here. Okay, well... We're just trying to protect ourselves. No, I get that. So, take this 30 gold pieces, and I hand him a little bag of 30 gold. Say, fix that. Get some fucking weapons. Take care of your people and learn the fuck how to farm. Marnborn should be fine here in a little while. So start trading again. We're going to leave. And when we come back through here, if we do... Don't shoot me with a fucking arrow. Of course. All right. Now you guys have a grand day, and we're going to carry on carrying on. Sure, you keep on keeping on. Right. So. (laughs) You're supposed to be the more, like, barbarian, savage one than I am. (laughs) Like, less good with people than me. I was actually going to give them some money on our way out, because I felt (laughs) bad for the two of you just being assholes the whole time. (laughs) Oh, I I was going to give them money, too. I'm not going to lie. So, <laughs> shit, we're gonna. All I really want to do at this point, I guess, is just roll under one wagon and then shadow step to a different wagon to just confuse the shit out of them as we leave. They are confused. Yeah, let's uh, let's go. We'll be looking under that wagon for at least five minutes here. We get. <laughs> All right, you make it through this uh, town without killing more than one person. What was this town called? Uh, you wouldn't know. You didn't ask. I run back. To find Alexi. There were there were no signs? <laughs> no. I horse collar him. <laughs> uh, so you walked like, you have a grand day, you started walking past the wagon, then you came back, picked him up by the collar, and like turned him to face you like you're holding a puppy no, by the scruff no. of his neck? No, 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 no. I held Brixius. Oh. <laughs> Not fuck nuts. I'm back there. I know what this guy is going to plug his fucking gym again, so I horse collar him and say, let's brother, brother, go. Brother, I was not gonna plug the gym again. I was just gonna get the name of the town so I can start ballparking names my head or <laughs> the gym on our way back through so I can present it to him. We have to make it back through first. Ooh, that's deep. Let's get going. Okay. So we, uh, never stop stopping. Uh, you continue out of the town. And as you're passing through, you can see that there are other storefronts, including the general hardware. There's the inn. You can also see an apothecary. You can see, um, like, a blacksmith. And then you're through the town. And as you finish out the day, you can see that the next day you will reach this wooded area. And even from where you're at, these trees are massive. They're as large as the mountains in which you grew up. Damn. Guys, you see these trees? These are huge. <laughs> oh. Don't you see these big-ass trees? <laughs> Man. Does anyone get that reference? <laughs> no. No. Ah. Explain it. Attack on Titan. Mm. Wait, when? <laughs> it's uh, when he's with Levi and they're like trying to capture the female Titan. Is that season? They're riding their horse. It's in the first season. First season. Okay. And he's just like, don't you see these big-ass trees? Okay, it's been, a, yeah, it's, been a, it's been a little while since I saw that. So you're camping out uh, that last night before you're going to reach this forested area. I want to cast alarm before we go to sleep. Okay, how does that work? Well, I set up an alarm. alarm. 
He sets up a perimeter. It's the same thing he used in Siren's house the first time, right? Where you set like a barrier and anything that goes through it besides the people who he designates, it alerts him. Yeah. So I choose an area, a 20-foot cube, which I assume we're all sleeping within like a 20-foot cube. Okay, yeah. Around like a campfire or something. I want to sleep 25 feet away from Brixius because <laughs> right. he's a dick to me. <laughs> and then when a tinier, larger creature enters, uh, besides the ones that I specify... I can choose either a mental ping that just wakes me up if I'm within a mile of it or an audible, like, handbell noise for 10 seconds. Um, yeah, I just want to be, like, while we're traveling in this area, especially since we've been seeing, like, goblins and ogres and shit, every time we make camp, as long as I have a spell slot free, I want to be casting alarm before we go to sleep. Okay. Are you setting a watch as well or just the alarm? That was the alarm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit! I mean, I I guess we could. It won't, like, hurt us, right? No, as long as you trade off, uh, you could still get your full rest. I was I feel like 20-foot cube. Like, if something gets within 20 feet of us, there's not a whole lot of time for us to fuck it up. Unless, like, are we able to set up our camp in any way where, like, something has to come through, like, a choke point? And we could set the alarm there. Like... Just fucking set a watch (laughs) with the goddamn alarm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting molested in my sleep again. Okay, so what's the watch order? I guess I'll go first since I'm also setting the alarm. I'll take one of the middle shifts. I got last. Okay, and Prothean will take one of the middle shifts. Um, so Abe is first. Jet. Jet. Then Jet. Then Prothean. Then Ambionitis. Sure. In that order. Okay, Ambionitis. You're the lucky duck. As you are keeping watch. God, I was hoping it was me. You have taken off your lenses. No, I haven't. Because it's dark now, so you don't need your light vision. You need your dark vision. No, I never. Those <laughs> never stay. Those never remove them. Okay. Oh, you're going to screw us all uh, over. <laughs> so you have both your light vision and your dark vision going simultaneously. <laughs> and you see a figure approaching. Fuck. It is because you've now moved away from the high grasses. You can see it coming from a little ways off. And it is short. It is squat. And it is approaching very slowly. Does it look like a pirate? (laughs) It does not look like a pirate. Well, I don't know. Does it look like a pirate? Uh, Go ahead and give me a perception check. Say, we's all asleep. 20. 20. You recognize that this is a goblin. Does it have a pirate hat? No pirate hat. <laughs> is it Gooch Gleesgorm? It is not Gooch Gleesgorm. Fuck! Well, I draw my Warhammer. As it approaches, it's now within 60 feet. Yeah, draw 50 my... 50 feet. Draw my Warhammer. It's one singular goblin. 40 feet. It's it's gonna die. Hello? Hello? Oh, Christ. <laughs> we never talk to goblins for this... Exact reason. That's why you just throw a javelin before it gets close. Who are you? Um, who are you? I'm the guy with a war hammer, and that's bigger than you. That's very true. So who are you? Oh, I remember you. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> we saw you before we fought the big-ass demon, didn't we? Yeah. You remember my name? Shitballs. Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. This is this is how we figured out what a gaggle was. It wasn't 
Fuck, what was his name? Have you been telling all your friends about the gaggle? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm sleeping, so. Um, it's, I took a few hard hits to the head after we met you, so unfortunately I'm missing a little bit of my memory. Remember? No. I told you what my name was, and then you mispronounced it? It wasn't Boner, was it? No. That's my cousin. <laughs> oh, you're Renob. No. That's two guesses. You get one more. <laughs> or else what? <laughs> Is it Carl? No, it's Bishmak. Oh, Bitchmack. That's right. What's up, buddy? How you doing, little <laughs> Bitchmack? <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing up in my neck of the woods? Um, well, I was standing there, menacingly, and they were sleeping, and why are you here? Like I said, I was coming to visit my cousin, not Boner, another cousin. And, and, and it turns out, it's a big gaggle of goblins meeting. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> you want to come join? Come on, I'll show you a good time. That's, they probably, not all goblins are accepting of me and my fellow guys as you are. No, we're, we're, we're pretty cool. Yeah, it's one thing to say that. I just came from a town where they said that and they shot me with a fucking arrow. Oh, yeah, that, that might be my fault. Yeah. We got hungry, so we took some of their stuff. Yeah, don't <laughs> do that because I got an arrow to the foot because of it. Regardless, hey, fellas, and I want to make an audible hey fellas so people wake the fuck up i don't know how they haven't woken up i'm shouting over 40 feet yeah they hear you i just roll back over <laughs> the alarm goes off i jump up i leap to my feet with a bow and bishma covers his ears and goes ah oh hey hey guys these got these they're okay leave them alone oh shit it's a goblin <laughs> no 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 <laughs> It's it's bitch Mac. I don't wake up. I just roll. Uh, you suddenly smell something that doesn't smell so good. Did you shit yourself, bitch Mac? <laughs> and Abe, you see that there are a bunch of goblins all around you looking at you. Fuck. Hmm. Bitch Mac. <laughs> it's bitch Mac. Can I shadow step to like a neutral location where I'm not seen by everybody, but can still hear? Um, like I said, the grasses have kind of disappeared at this point, so... It is nighttime. It is nighttime, but they can also see. Oh yeah, they've got dark vision. Bit smack. I mean, yes, that's what I said. I said your name, we just have an accent. Um, why are your entire people around us? Well, like I said, we got hungry, so we took some stuff earlier, but you guys are cool, so hey, hey, I told you guys not to touch their stuff. Did they touch any of our stuff? And he's pointing over your shoulder, Ambionitis, and if you glance over your shoulder, you can see that one of the other goblins has, like, started bending down to peer into Brixius's pack and s sits bolt upright. I want to turn and look at him menacingly. And I'm going to put an extra careful hand on my staff of invisibility. And I'm over here. Ambion. Brother, I told you not to wake me up until sunrise. Let me go. And I roll back over. And Bishmuck goes, hey, 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 look, I, I'm trying to call them off. Just come with us. Like, we can show you a good time. I'll introduce you to my cousin. And we'll show you the Prussian Canal system, huh? 
Oh. Well. Okay, listen. We will travel behind you, and we're not here for a good time. We're here on business, specifically to help everybody in the area. I'm assuming that you've noticed that there's a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah, that's why we're having the Gaggle of Goblins group meeting. Well, this is more than a gaggle, if you remember our math. Well, no, right here there are five of us. That's not a gaggle. Oh, there's only five? Hmm. (laughs) I mean, we could each kill five goblins. Definitely could. (laughs) So, all right. There's a lot more than us. Yeah. Oh, so first there's five, and now suddenly there's, you know, a lot more than five. Well, there's five right here, right now, but... With my cousin, there's a lot more. Yeah, that's not what we're worried about. We're here on business in the Persian Canal system. If you can take us to it... Persian. That's what I said. Fucking penis, penis. It's the same thing. Okay, so we're here on business in your fucking area, so we're going to follow you to it, but we have to take care of our business. We'll catch up along the way, but we're not, like I said, we're not here for a good time. We're here on business. All right, so am I... Taking you to my cousins, or... Hey, Bishmok, what would it be worth to you if we killed that demon that was slaughtering all your brethren? Um... How would you compensate us so that you could go back home? Well, I don't have much, but my cousin does. Is that a contract? Well, I think you'd have to talk to him, because he's got the stuff. Is he in the present right. system? He took over some old stronghold. I like it. And he's he's like the king in the north. Something like that. <clears throat> aren't we king. going aren't we going to a stronghold? We're going to a canal system. I don't know if that's strongholded up or not. I wake up and roll over. Oh hey guys, look, it's bitch smack. I wanna look at Captain Fuckface over here. AKA Brixius and say, Wow, very observant. So bitch smack. Yes? Yes, we will go see your cousin in the stronghold. Cool. And then, yeah, the uh, horny guy over there. Maybe he'll give you something for if you killed the uh, the demon. I'm sorry, you said who? Come to a business. Do not refer to him (laughs) as horny guy. I don't know what any of your names are. (laughs) Oh, you expected us to... I I guess I wasn't awake during that. (laughs) Tiefling? Half-elf? You got it. Half-orc one, half-orc two. I'll leave it up to you to decide which one is which. Oh, you're not going to give me your real names? When we get there, we will. All right. Well, come on. Okay. Everybody pack up your shit. We're going to see... Boner? Or is this one reading? No, Boner's the other cousin. He's the fuck up. <laughs> which one is this? Boner fuck. This one's name is Gublio. I'm sorry. One more time. Gublio. This one's name is Gublio. All right, boys, we're going to see Glue... Gublio. We're going to see Mr. G. Gublio. Yeah, that one. It's like goo. This is going to be like an Italian goblin. Then I blow. swear to God, he's going to come out in all matching tracksuit, gold chain, <laughs> chest hair poking out. It's going to be like the Godfather. Yes. All right, and you guys uh, head off into the woods, which actually turns out to be a giant swamp, and that's where we're going to end our episode. Oh, <laughs> It's going to be like, my friends, <laughs> you have come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. You're like, oh. Ice them. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit, this is a wedding for goblins. 
Uh, yeah. So, listeners, I hope we hope that you enjoyed what you heard. Uh, if you did, leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. You can also keep in touch with us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, social media at Death Saving Bros. You can also follow me personally at HP Camper. You can follow me at Benfro15. You can follow Jet at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. Find me on the PlayStation Network as Fat Dash Smith. Yeah, he plays Fallout, Spider-Man, and Monster Hunter, all which you cannot play with him, which is but, bullshit. Play Monster Hunter. But he has okay. expanded his palette. Yes, he has. He has. He has done that. You have a microphone yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're like $12 at GameStop. Fucking buy one. Yeah. Or head up to the exchange. I got you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, he works there. <laughs> that out. Where the fuck is the exchange? Um, uh, it's right next to Pet Supply Plus. It's next to the original Mattress Factory. I don't fucking know where the original Mattress Factory is. <laughs> Don Tequila. It's next to the Aldi in Medina. Yes. Before you hit the giant eagle. Yes. And be rich. Where can our listeners find you? And you can interact with me. Well, fuck the fucking main page, of course, but also on Reddit, because I do that. I'm user death saving bros, all one word. Excellent. Those of you that are listening, in your car, in your home, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Crossing the Chasm, Dark Times, Evening Melodrama, Heavy Interlude, Hidden Agenda, Sneaky Adventure, and Thatched Villagers are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0, and sourced from Filmmusic.io. The tracks Fantasy Theme and Lonely Mountain are music by Orchestralis. The songs Midnight in the Ashen Grove and Alden are copyright Will Savino and the Music D20 Project. These tracks are used with permission, all rights reserved. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.